Schmannel. 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 Hello, and welcome to Panel Schmannel, where not experts talk nonsense. Today's Schmannelists are David. Hello. Mira. Hello. And Alan. Good evening. <laughs> My name is Rachel, and I'm the moderator. There's also Steve, the sound engineer. Maybe he'll talk. He's not supposed to. And if our Schmannelists displease me, I'll be shooting them with a Nerf gun. If we sign Sean homework, even though he's not here, we'll link to it on our website, panelschmannel.com. Today's topic is laws. Doesn't sound funny, does it? No fun. <laughs> All right, so if you could make one law for the entire United States, what would it be? I got one. Alan, what do you got? Chocolate is mandatory. Like you have to eat it? What if you're lactose intolerant? I would say that uh, if you can eat it, you have to... If you can't eat it, you have to. If you can't, you hold on to chocolate and find someone who can eat it. <laughs> That'd be really kind. I like that. It has an aspect to it. It releases serotonin and happy brain chemicals. So I think after enough time with this law, depression is gone. Legit, at any given time, there's chocolate in my purse. No joke. Nice. <laughs> You're already. Wait, Kit, can you prove that right now? You're already a lawful citizen. I. Sorry, I just I felt the need to call her on it. <laughs> Doesn't mean she's gonna I give you any. Oh no! I just I just want to see. I left it in the car. <gasps> I know. I'm very disappointed in myself as well. <laughs> I have chocolate in my purse. <laughs> it's a Cliff Bar, so I don't think you really want it, but. I don't <laughs> It has some chocolate in it. Is, so you're going to regulate at all the amount of chocolate, kind of chocolate, anything like that? If someone is in need of chocolate, it'll be made available. All right. So there should be, like, um, a government-mandated position, the chocolate fairy? Yeah. It just, be he, may not, he or she may not have that title, but yes. I think it would be an awesome title, though. Do they have a uniform? Does it involve wings? Does the, hat, does the hat play music so you know the chocolate fairy is near? <laughs> like a walking ice cream truck? It would, it would be the land of chocolate song. <laughs> the secretary chocolate fairy? <laughs> there will be a soccer The secretary of chocolate? There will be a secretary, the secretary of chocolate affairs. Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> ah, chocolate affairs. Isn't I've that, had so many of them. Isn't that the name of your book? <laughs> <laughs> the chocolate affair. The chocolate affair. The that first line like is <laughs> <laughs> like all romance books. You look, you turn to a random page. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I read it. <laughs> that would be a book you want to have. You know, the author sign for you. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so the chocolate fairy, chocolate secretary, secretary of the chocolate fairy. Okay, the secretary of the chocolate <laughs> to fairy. the chocolate fairy. The secretary to the chocolate fairy. Yes, mm -hmm. and then the chocolate fairy is a separate position. Yes, well, you have to have multiple chocolate fairies. It can't just be one chocolate fairy for the whole entire U.S. Mm -hmm. The secretary of chocolate fairies. Mmm. 
I like it. And so that'll be like a government paid position is you just have to be a chocolate fair. You have to run around and give people chocolate when you see that they need chocolate. Mm. And make sure, do you check like inside people's bags and make sure they're carrying chocolate? There will be random checkpoints. <laughs> if you were without chocolate, you're not allowed outside of that checkpoint without chocolate on your person. Okay. <laughs> So, I mean, what if you're like me and you see chocolate, you eat chocolate? Like, I'm be so large and diabetic. See, I feel like if this was a government priority, though, they would have found a way to prevent that from happening. I mean, there are a lot of things they have found ways to prevent from happening because it was important to the government. At the same time, have you ever had, like sugar-free chocolate it's not good you can eat the unsweetened chocolate and that stuff is just like straight to the bloodstream so good that's true the dark chocolate is dark yes. chocolate is good but not like no sugar chocolate that's oh, i'll eat that i'll eat that too chocolate. really oh yeah I'm a legit chocolate. Not You're a like, fake. Baking not a chocolate, I'll take it. <laughs> as, a, as a kid, I found the baker's chocolate. It was not a good experience. <laughs> I think no. we all tried that once. It smells so good. Oh, I tried no. it. Many I thought times. it was spoiled. I'm like, this deserves to be in the garbage. This is not. My mom's like, that's baker's chocolate. Someone... Even bakers know what should be delicious or not. <laughs> When I was working at a restaurant, um, one of the bakers thought they'd play a trick on me and give me some unsweetened chocolate. And they're like, ah, it's unsweetened. And I was like, and? More, please. Chocolate monster. Chocolate monster. I need to have, like, be covered in purple fur and have googly eyes. C is for chocolate. Even, even outside of the whole chocolate thing, that'd just be awesome. Googly eyes and purple fur. Yeah. Yeah, we can get you a headband with googly eyes and, and like, purple fur outfit, and then you can be the chocolate monster for con. <laughs> you just like, wander around with, like, a big basket of chocolate and hand I it out should. to people. I should. I would have to have wings, though, too. Okay. Yeah. That can happen. By law. I like this plan. Is is that how all of the chocolate fairies have to dress in purple fur I and googly eyes? That, I will leave that up. To each individual it's, it's, secretary of the chocolate fair. I was going to say it's a state. It's a state right to determine what the what the uniform shall be. Well, I thought there'd be one. I, I don't oh, want. Okay, the, that I, makes more I sense. don't want the uniform to be uniform. I, I guess it'd be, it'll be their costume. <laughs> I you know. So don't it's call it a uniform. It's a costume. Okay, because I mean, you can't be. It can't be like a plain brown one because UPS already has that, and you don't want people accidentally chasing UPS drivers down. I'm just. Saying, I'm, I'm just saying, <laughs> like, by law, those UPS guys would have chocolate on them. I'm just saying, like some some guy with like no sense of humor, but who wanted to be a chocolate fairy and just like got this slick business suit and going around going, some chocolate for you, sir. <laughs> oh, there'd have to be another law against fake chocolate fairies. Because it can't be that can't be something that would be abused. Well, imperson- impersonating well, like, a chocolate talking- fairy could be a felony offense. But if you're giving out chocolate, aren't you doing the right thing? Unless but you're I giving mean, out if- fake chocolate, and that you're case- luring people towards you within the hopes that they'd receive chocolate from you, but you're a fake chocolate fairy. What if they hand out white chocolate? If there's no uniform, how would you fake it? They'd have the hat that plays the music that lets you know the chocolate fairies. In the okay, so there's there has to be one uniform thing in order to be able to universally recognize one thing. And the official badge. Okay, so there's a badge. That makes sense then. So if you 
Spoof the badge, <coughs> that's a federal offense. Yes. Okay. Mm. Or you have a hat that plays the song. You can't play the chocolate song unless you're a chocolate fairy. How does the chocolate song go? I would leave that to my staff. You just don't want to sing the chocolate song, but I think you should sing the chocolate song. It may, it may be a variant of uh, Chef's Salty Chocolate Balls from the South Park. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back to balls. <laughs> Trying so hard. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Mira, what's your one law for the United States? Oh, see, now I, I, I think I went too serious with this. Like, no, I want it. Give me you, serious. You want the serious one? Um, like, more funding to, like, actually pay teachers what they're worth. By law. By law. Yeah, like, like force, force teachers. Because I like feel like went, I feel like you went the to decline school, of public you got the certifications, you went through the training. Well, and I feel like a pu- public education, the failure of public education is one of the problems that's going on right now. Well, yeah, and if if there was a lot more funding and a lot more pay, you'd have a lot more competition and mm-hmm. you'd have general te- better teachers overall because people would be really wanting to get in those jobs and so they would they have would. the best to and pick from. And at this point there's there's a mass exodus. Yeah. Um, uh, from the teaching profession, teach a lot of people only teach for a few years before they find another job. Which means you don't have very experienced teachers going in. Yeah. You're not learning over the years. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, you do wind up with some people who are very, very dedicated to the cause, who continue teaching regardless, um, and that's great. Well, and some people but, make a lot of money. They invest well, and they come back and they teach just for something to do when they're older too. But yeah, a lot of a lot of the time, it's it would have a domino effect. It would make you know. <coughs> people who hire teachers a lot more picky. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there would be better uh, teachers in general. Better teachers in general. Yeah. So students would be more, better if educated. If I wanted to do a silly law, though, it would probably have something to do with cute animals. Lots of cute animals. But again, we get back to the whole allergies. There are cute frogs. <laughs> Like most every, of them, you could have. You wouldn't have to. I mean, they they wouldn't all have to be like the same animal. Also, once again, I feel like if this was a government priority, there would be more hypoallergenic animals. True. There there are there hypo, are dogs and there are hypoallergenic dogs and there dogs are even there are even decently hypoallergenic cats. Um, and I think kittens and puppies and mini horses should just be. Everywhere, all the time, and, and bunnies and chinchillas, could you, and could you could pet them. What about okay? So what about like capybaras? No, I have. Oh my god! Did you see the baby capybara? You saw the baby capybara. It was baby so cute. I wanted to steal it on my shirt and steal it. I know, right? <laughs> Can capybara I? kidnapper. That's gonna be how I die. <laughs> she was shot trying to kidnap a capybara. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> That's beautiful. Can I feed you an idea here? All right, all right. Here, here we go. Government funded. Puppy and kitten libraries. If you need one, you can go you can check, check out one out a for a few hours if you need one, or for oh. a day or two, you know, and then bring it back. They have that in Japan. Do yeah. they? I mean, not government-funded libraries. It's like a Pet rental coffees. service. Yeah, but what if you had government-funded libraries of adorable animals that if you really need one at that moment, you can go check one out? Oh, my God, you've just invented my dream job. I would just, like, curate puppies and kitties. And hedgehogs and chinchillas. Oh my god, hedgehogs. And cute frogs. And cute frogs, I love frogs. Uh, and salamanders turtles. and lizards and snakes. Some lizards are cute, some lizards are mean. 
Oh, African leopard geckos are kind of geckos. Cute. Yeah, and leopard geckos. I love those. They're guys. pretty cute. They're so cute. And chameleons with their weird eyeballs. Oh, I know, right? And they're like hands. They're just like your not yeah. that the podcast people can see that. But. <laughs> just imagine she did a really weird chameleon-like thing with her hands right then. Because <laughs> she did. Alan, what's your cute animal? Uh, tick ticks. What? Is that a tiny kind of deer? It looks like a little tiny deer. Oh, yeah. Those are really oh, cute. Yeah, those, those are adorable. Are really like, cute. It looks like a Photoshop, but there's like a lady with a tick tick on her desk. And I'm like, no, that's... It's an actual animal. I want to rent a platypus. That's it. I just want to cuddle a platypus. You you better make sure you rent a female platypus. The males are poisonous. They would be devenomed in the libraries. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Or a special. Venom I'm just like imagining section. that like being a job where you're like, okay, time to go and devenom the male platypi. That sounds like a terrible job. <laughs> Entry level <laughs> pet library guy has to devenom. The- It'd be interesting if you had different departments. I mean, there's some people that think spiders are cute, so they'd have to be like, they'd be like, hey, ju- cute. Jumping spiders are adorable, especially when they wear dewdrops as hats. With their little eyeballs, and then they just look and then, boink. Peacock spiders. Tarantulas can be pretty dance. cute, too. I love peacock spiders. Yeah, they're pretty cool, too. I don't even know what that is, but I need to now. You can, you can YouTube it. I will after the podcast. You have homework. Okay, <laughs> yeah. homework for David. Homework, uh, homework for Sean. Look up, look up peacock spiders. There we go. Yes. <laughs> I think Sean's seen him already. Did I make him see that? I might have made him see that. <laughs> well, well, you can he still, needs he to can share still post it, it with the audience. <laughs> he does. So it'll happen. <laughs> Maybe All a picture right. of a tick tick. Yeah, tick 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 is amazing. And ducklings. Okay. Um, David, what's your one law? What's my one US? law? Okay. Do you want my serious or my silly one first? Serious first. Serious first. Man, okay. Do I have to come up with a serious one? <laughs> you don't have to. But. No, never required. Um, this is schmannel. <laughs> I don't have to. Because I do have both. one, but go on. Okay. Um, so I think everybody should have to work half a year in the food service industry and half a year in the customer service industry before they can proceed on whatever career path that they want to go down. Oh. What? Learn how to be a decent human being? Yes. Oh. Learn how to respect and empathize with people who are stuck in customer service and who are serving them food. Okay, but see, you say that. There's always going to be one person who's like, I did this job, and I know how you do it, and you're doing it wrong, and you're just like, seriously? I'm not saying you're not going to we to not have terrible human beings. Yeah, That's you can't more, Okay, sorry. Pictures of tic-tic. I, I brought up a picture of a tic-tic to show people who didn't know what a tic-tic looked like. I've, I've seen them. They're, they're so tiny and so cute. So cute. I know. I think I just went like two registers above what this can register. Probably. <laughs> There's some dogs barking. Out. The mics exploded. And, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I, I'm not saying there would not be absolute jerks who would still treat service people like crap because of some sense of superiority. But I think just getting that empathy of I've been there and I've done that would cause a greater trend towards people being kind to those in those industries. And that I really needs to general. happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. hey, kindness in general is good. That's that's another thing I mm-hmm. aim for. I was trying to think of a way to implement kindness as a law, but that's really hard to mm-hmm. put into like objective terms. So I, I was went, trying to figure out how to do that too. So I went, you know what? That that was something I thought of a while ago. Actually, everybody should spend half a year in each of those industries, and I went, that that's a good one. We'll we'll implement that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a serious one. It's a good one. No, that well, is that. That's a pretty well, good you. one. I put, I put some thought into that. Like I said, that was from a long time ago that I came up with that, and I went, that's the perfect one to bring up to this. 
All right, so what's your silly one? Ice cream socialism! <laughs> <laughs> sort of like the chocolate fairy? It's the new form of government. <laughs> that was that was from our dictator podcast. <laughs> I came up with that. And it is still the best form of government. I, I don't think I listened to the dictator one. It isn't <gasps> posted as of yet. Oh, oh, okay. Well done. That explains why I haven't heard but it. But okay. it may be posted by the time you listen to this one, folks. So stay tuned. State or... Well, don't stay tuned. Go back and have listened to that other one, or to go listen to it. Go re, do re-download. In the path. I, okay, then travel into the get in your DeLorean. <laughs> Accelerate to eighty-eight miles an hour. <laughs> right inside. Great Scott. <laughs> you know what? If you drove your DeLorean to eighty-eight miles per hour directly into a TARDIS, what would happen? Well, the doctor would be really annoyed that you hit his TARDIS. <laughs> Which doctor? Dr. Brown or the doctor? Yes. <laughs> no, Doc that's, Brown that's would be really annoyed that you crashed his DeLorean. You just have two, two angry men. <laughs> two angry doctors. <laughs> two angry doctors. Doctor. That's, that's my new play, Two Dr. Angry Doctors. Dr. Dr. That sounds like some really killer fan fiction. Someone do it! <laughs> there, there is a t-shirt of... I think the DeLorean yeah, crashed into the TARDIS and both the standing outside of it just looking like upset at each other. And then they make out. <laughs> That's the well, fan fiction. I would say that would be the fan fiction part, for <laughs> the sure. The t-shirt yeah. didn't have making out. Not nearly <laughs> enough making out. <laughs> Maybe the DeLorean was making out with the TARDIS? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a different kind of fan fiction. <laughs> but okay. still legitimate. Like all of my circuits. All my circuits. <laughs> this great acting ability. Acting talent. <laughs> That's right. Acting talent. Uh, I'm done. Okay, Alan, what's your serious law? It's, I want to make it unlawful to unhome somebody. I'll read articles, you know, they live in their grandparents' house, their grandfather built this house with his two mm -hmm. hands, he lived and died in it, gave it to his son, that son had children in it, and now these children are living in the house that their grandfather built with his bare hands, and this bank's going to take it away. I want to make that illegal. Yeah. That's good. Mm. What's that thought, David? I don't know. Like, my mind is going, okay, one, if the grandfather built it, they owned it. So if a bank's taking it away, then they must have gotten some kind of mortgage taken out on it, which means they, the bank paid them at some point the value of the house, and then they didn't repay it. Right, but sometimes the bank sets it up in such a way that you can't repay it. Then they shouldn't have taken it out in the first place. That, right, but this my, is how the housing crisis happened. I, I realize that. At the same time, in my head, I'm going, a bank doesn't take something unless a huge debt is owed. So at some point, they incurred this debt. And then I, there's those stories where, like, they'll foreclose on a house, and it's the wrong address. Okay, like, the guy that's doesn't even super have, messed up. Well, if corporations are people, put that corporation in jail, because you yeah. screwed up big time. That guy didn't even have a Wells Fargo account. And Wells Fargo foreclosed on his home and sold all his stuff. That's that's insane. And did Wells Fargo. How did that ever? There's even... like seven different cases of that that I've looked up since. But there's a. I'm pretty sure a successful lawsuit from the person who had their house taken away. It was not a successful lawsuit. They settled outside of court. They paid okay. them off. Damn. Okay. But like, I like that. The there are things you have... can't replace in that situation. Right. Yeah. It's like yearbooks. 
things from their wedding. Yeah, no, ab- yeah. absolutely. I'm, I'm, and, the, and in those cases, yeah, the bank should absolutely be held accountable. And I'm like, if the if the people went and took out a giant mortgage on their house and didn't pay it back, I but mean, if there's banks being, I mean, if the bank like is being responsible, they would said, mm, you can't afford this right now, or you know, this is what has to happen in order for this to work. And the, and that stuff should be. I'm done. not saying that. You yeah, know, we wouldn't have to revisit the mortgage system and property taxes and all that. Right. That would definitely have to be looked at, but like, there's like apartments and houses that are empty and people that are homeless. There's a problem that needs to be fixed. Absolutely. All right, so you can implement one law for the whole entire world, whole entire world, not just the U.S. What would it be? Kind of going off of David's, based off of the Bill and Ted movies. Mm-hmm. Be excellent to each other mm. and party on, dudes. By law. <laughs> Dude, high five in front of me. <laughs> Better than your gecko walk. Or your chameleon walk. I don't know. I think my chameleon walk's pretty awesome. It was good, it was but it wasn't awesome. as audible as our high five. True. That is true. Yes. I will give you that. Your high five is more audible than my gecko walk. But your gecko walk had sound effects. Chameleon your walk. chameleon walk chameleon needs walk. to just be... <laughs> yeah, you need to have a chameleon walk song. <laughs> like... Do the chameleon walk, yeah. <laughs> I'm your chameleon walk. <laughs> I'm really shocked you didn't sing Kama 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 Chameleon, but you know. Walking, okay. walking, walking, walking like a chameleon. <laughs> on the branch, on that big stick. Yeah. Walking would be easy if I were a chameleon. <laughs> Cause I'd have four legs and weird rotating eyeballs that have no assistance in their walking. So no, <laughs> it has, but it well, you gotta allows see them where, to you look where, you're, where going. you're going. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now I only think about sad blind chameleons. <gasps> Why would you think about that? <laughs> Because Alan was saying you didn't need eyes, and I was like, oh, a black I'm chameleon so would sorry. be the best thing. <laughs> okay. okay. It worked for those three mice. <laughs> you should have seen they how got, they run. They got their tails cut off with a carving knife, though. That's not okay. That wasn't up to them. Well, yeah, but if you were a lizard, that'd be chill. You'd be like, just grow a new one. Whatever, man. Not all can. of them can. I'm going to say, not all lizards can grow their tails back. That's true, but a lot of them can. So majority of lizards would be like, it's And I bet man. those lizards that can lord it over those that can't. Probably. Yeah, probably like. Even the fat tails will grow a new tail back. They'd be like, man, I grow a big old tail. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to gloat, but as a kid... I had. Uh, Did you I, have a tail? Did you grow it back? I bit the tip off my tongue and it grew back. Nice. <laughs> so Ow. I thought I had superpowers for probably about like 20 minutes until my older brother ruined that dream for me. <laughs> you know what? You still have superpowers in my mind. Thank you. All right, bromance moment there. <laughs> the hot- what, uh, what, what was that? I was going to say the, the high five was implied. Zamir, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what's your one law for the whole entire world? See, I thought too hard about all of this. I don't think you can think too hard. I was, well, I was trying to figure out, like, like, I wanted to say, like, 
No more war. Just none. Only some wars. Yeah. Like we could mm. we could solve all of our problems with like, I don't know, battle bots in Iron in some sort of a ring. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, back like back in the old days when they did single combat or whatever. And like if your champion beat the other guy's champion, then their their army had to stand down, you know, or whatever. But there's no army because there's no more war. Okay. At the I'm same time, there could be countries with terrible policies but really good cooks who win the Iron Chef competition and win all these conflicts and just. Well, like, that's if we settle conflicts that way. Like I think that was the point. Like we'd avoid wars, but there would still be conflict. So right, but nobody would have to die for those conflicts, like, which is already an improvement. Hopefully, either doing you know like a designated yeah. champion or an Iron Chef competition is what I think we're discussing now. Are we? Are battle bots? How, I think how that's will how we it, resolve conflicts now? Battle bots? Like if hug off? war is now globally illegal. Hmm. So we need conflict resolution. I say you have to resolve it through a hug off. Mm. I would win. <laughs> you could just, I don't know, make the two leaders take some drugs and lock them in a room for 24 hours. A lock in? <laughs> yeah. You guys can't come out until you agree. Some kind of settlement. That's my plan. <laughs> You're gonna make them wear the get along shirt. Yeah, I'm gonna make them wear a get along shirt. I'm gonna lock them in their room, and they can't have any cookies or no nothing. Smartphones, they can't. They Wait, nope. That's hey, basically what about how Bill Clinton tried to solve the Middle East pro- problem at Camp David by locking? He, yeah, he would. He basically got Netanyahu and uh, Arafat, brought them to Camp David, locked them in a room, more or less, gave them cookies, and said, "Figure it out." Oh, so they did get cookies until they figured it out. Now, that would be the problem. He went with cookies. If he went with s'mores, we would have had a different history. Or if he just told them no food until you figure it out. Wait, now, how would that conflict with Alan's chocolate available at any time you need it rule? Would you be willing to shelve your law temporarily to resolve conflicts? That's an American law. You could put this in international waters. We'd have to make my chocolate law global. Do you think that would improve world, or world peace? Well, there was that comic where it showed like what would happen if uh, Cookie Monster was made president. <laughs> and I think he, I saw that. he solved them like by launching missiles, but the missiles blew up into cookies, and it rained cookies on like third world nations, and we have world peace. Yay! I like that. Cookie missiles. <sighs> cookies for everyone. <laughs> But, like, he looked so stressed out. If you look up the Cookie Monster comic, it looked like he did not take responsibility well. But he handled it. It was his job, and he took care of business. Business. God bless America. (laughs) Eagle screech and flag flapping. (laughs) And Cookie Monster saluting. (laughs) All right. David, did we talk about your world law? My world law. Um, more ice cream socialism. <laughs> more Jude ice Jude cream. Law. Ice cream socialism for every nation. <laughs> um, <sighs> You're gonna have to explain the tenets of that. The tenets of ice cream social. So every Friday is an ice cream social, as dictated by law. 
Everyone must take an hour out of their day to go to some place and eat ice cream. Uh, the diabetics are going to have a card that allows them to get sugar-free ice cream. Otherwise, that's going to be banned because it's an abomination. Uh, and we'll, we'll have, like, the whatever soy stuff for the lactose intolerant who also will need a card because that's an abomination uh, if you're not lactose intolerant. The cashew ice cream's really good. Have you had it? Everybody keeps telling me that. I, I have yet some. to have it. It's really good. Okay, okay. I will, I, I'm willing to try. However, it's not going to be as good as, like, the best what legit did, ice cream I've had. What did soy ice that. cream do to you when you were a child, David? Not be as good as regular ice cream. <laughs> That's its only crime. Did somebody sneak it on you? Because I had that once with, like, somebody, like, do you want a milkshake? And it ended up being, like, a health shake that was not what I was expecting out of a milkshake. Like, it was... Soy milk and kale? Like, just, like, it, it was salty. It was, like, a protein shake or something. I don't know... I don't know if protein shakes were salty, but like this was not what I was expecting when they used the word milkshake on me. That's. But you can get a salted caramel milkshake, and it's delicious. That would be delicious. Yes, I'm down for that. I'm not down with salt being in my milkshake in that situation, but like. I could put salt in anything. <laughs> salt in your baker's chocolate. Pickle ice cream. I'd try it. I, you find I would try you that find too. me some pickle ice cream, and I will try it. Sean. New mission. Seriously. <laughs> Sean, your homework is to buy pickle ice cream for the entire group. You don't understand. If it's vegetarian, I will try it. And the cashew stuff. For All right. Are you vegetarian? Yes. Okay, but not vegan. Not vegan. So regular ice cream is pretty good. Yeah, regular ice cream is fine. I'm just saying, like, okay. some, someone asked me if I would eat monkey brains with them once, and I was like, I will not eat monkey brains because, one, that's gross, and two, I'm a vegetarian, so I'm not going to eat monkey brains. Also, that's how you get, like, mad cow disease, is eating brains. Yeah, but they did in Indiana Jones. They did. But it wasn't did. the good ones. One of the good ones. I don't, I don't remember them actually eating the monkey brains. I, I feel like they asked for soup instead. That's right. And it had eyeballs in it. It's been a while since I've seen that one. That movie is just one big, long, gross-out sequence. <laughs> That's why I liked that one. <laughs> the, the heart getting ripped out and the bugs in the tunnels, like yeah, yeah, all the cool gross. bugs. There were all those cool bugs, and they're like, yeah, in the heart. That's how Fear Factor did it. <laughs> they watched Indiana Jones too. <laughs> all the things that gross you out, like putting your hand in a box full of bugs. They did that in the movie. <sighs> they wouldn't make you put your hand in a box full of like, like. Dangerous bugs. I can tell you that every single one of the insects that they had in that movie was like fairly safe. Yeah. It was like a bunch of walking sticks. The most dangerous thing there were emperor scorpions, and their sting is not dangerous. It just hurts. Unless you're allergic. Let's not find out. So I don't even think they're indigenous here, are they? Oh no. Yeah, no, you got no, they're, they're, you uh, got bark scorpions up the wazoo, and those are dangerous. Yeah. Well, yeah, but they don't use those in the movies. No, of Emperor's, course not. Honestly, the the more the ones are the big black ones, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. The more terrifying the scorpion looks, the less poison it has generally. Yep. Tiny little baby bark scorpions, stay away. <laughs> so, anyways, bugs um, and ice cream socialism. <laughs> Ice cream socialism. Did I, okay, have a, so. did I have a serious world law? I'm trying to remember now. Like I'm, I was trying to find a way, and I couldn't really define it in my brain of how this would work, but I want to find a way of making sure 
that before people get into conflicts, again, I think we're all just kind of like trying to end this war thing that keeps going on in the world. But before you get into a conflict, you have to... Be a dick? Spend like six months or a year in that person's country, in their culture, learning it. Hmm. before you can get into a conflict with their country because a lot of those things are from misunderstandings and a lot of these people don't understand how these people live, how they think, how like how their culture works. And if you got acclimated to it, if you spent six months or a year, then you'd have a better understanding. And I think that a lot of conflicts would disappear just from that naturally. You think so? Yeah. I think there's some countries that even they don't know what's going on. Well, if not, then you know, you lock them into a room with uh, ice cream. <laughs> Until ice they cream work cookies, it out. Chocolate. An ice cream lock-in with s'mores. I would say, if I was in an ice cream lock-in, I wouldn't solve s***. <laughs> <laughs> After 24 hours, you're you're basically asleep. You're not. <laughs> ice cream coma. Happy just going, gut. Uh, yeah. Ring a chocolate around like you, can't, you can't lock them in there with goodies. They won't solve anything. They just want more goodies. So there'll be a... a Plexiglass see-through freezer with a lock on it <laughs> until they come to an agreement. They're they don't get the, the key. It would be like one of those uh, one of those lockout boxes. Yeah. So as soon as you guys compromise, come to an agreement, sign the treaty, the lock pops off, and they get ice cream. Just like rats in a maze. Sure. <laughs> If we want to introduce metaphors that, that compare world leaders to rats. That was just the picture I had in my head. was like they were sitting there in like this like big glass room and there was like a box on top and they were just like... Yeah, I mean, they do little experience all the time with rats where they have to solve puzzles in order to get to the treat. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. And in I this case, like, yeah. it would be a lot more complicated puzzle and world leaders and not rats, but... <laughs> I guess you could say the Big principle Big difference, is... world leaders, rats, I mean, they all seem pretty... The only real difference is one's cute and fuzzy. I was going to say, rats are actually pretty nice. I liked it when I had a rat. My rat yeah. was sweet. They're pretty smart. You can train them. World leaders them. tend not to be very sweet. No. Sometimes they're equally fuzzy. Mm. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. And, and for me, if I want to compare world leaders to rats, I would agree that I prefer the female ones. Because they don't drag their testicles on the floor. And I'm referring to the rats, not the world leaders. Of course, I are don't you know sure? what happens. I don't know what they sure? do. I don't know what they do behind my Oh, doors. no, the picture's in my head now. Okay. Oh, it's not accurate, Mira. Tiny hands. <laughs> oh my goodness! So, <laughs> someone oh, took a picture. You're not inside my brain right now. You're so lucky you're not there. <laughs> so yeah, I think that. How about work in the food service industry in that country for, for six months? Bam! Conflict not even happening. <laughs> Have you worked a food service job would be broken. and had, like, your faith in humanity intact after? I know. But everybody would talking? be working a six months in the food industry, so they'd have empathy, remember? Oh. Except, for, except for the people who don't know how empathy works. 
I, yeah, I, wear, I can't do anything. I worked in a retail that. job no, and can't. I've been jerks to retail people, so. Alan! I know, I'm Alan, bad. I, I, I'm sure. ashamed. <sighs> but what they were doing was pretty, pretty horrible. Well, that's not to say that some of the people who don't work in those jobs are also terrible human beings. Oh, yeah, for sure. Or gross. For sure. Sometimes they're just gross. Now what? Yeah, sometimes they're just a like. Like, is this a food establishment near an airport? In a tourist trap neighborhood part of the town? Or, like, I think only just, locals eat there, and I that's the... family-owned restaurant in a maybe poorer part of town. Hmm. So, essentially, it's almost like the Peace Corps. Like, you have to go... Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I, I may I not even have to be that specific, it, but at some, you have to get acclimated. So, to the are we agreeing that Peace Corps can declare war on the village they worked in? No, that would we're be that... oh, a bit of a misnomer there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very confused. The Peace Corps has declared war <laughs> upon I don't know some country. Yeah. <laughs> don't you think? <laughs> the oh. War Corps. We'll call your program the War Corps, where they have the a world war leader. <laughs> He's not even talking. No, I got shot for for what I said to Steve. <laughs> he made a land of s'mores at fun. Yeah. Oh, that. <laughs> <laughs> you looked at me and said, "That's ironic." I said, "Don't you think?" <laughs> okay, I didn't catch that, but I was not nearly as offended as Rachel. <laughs> But they were making lots of 90s jokes earlier, and I called them out on it, and they just kept going. <laughs> Showing your age. We'll call it the War Corps. The War Corps. It'll be your system of world leaders walking a mile in someone else's shoes for six months to a year. Shouldn't it be the anti-War Corps? No. <laughs> I like the ironic name. <laughs> So, you know, after the year, they asked, you know, Mr. President, would you like to declare war on this country? I'm like, no, they're good people. So I support your idea. I would just like a funny name to it. Chocolate Fairy versus the Cookie Monster. Who wins? What, like, are they fighting? Or are they in a competition to eat? Is it an eating competition? Is it an Iron Chef competition? If it's like a, fighting? Is it a dance-off? If it's a giving out cookies competition, the fairies oh. are going to win because they win. Is it a good dance-off? Dude, you got served. <laughs> yes. You got served chocolate. <laughs> now, now, wait chocolate a minute. Fairy. Like you're saying, there's a lot of different chocolate fairies, so wouldn't it depend on the particular chocolate fairy? I think it would depend on the hand that's inside Cookie Monster. Is it burly and like really buff? <laughs> Wait, are we doing battle boss with Cookie Monster? And we, I think fairy? we're trying to decide what kind of fight. What kind, okay. what, what's our versus? Well, you can have an I eating would, competition, or you can have a sing off. I would, I would really I like to see a dance off. off. A dance off. Dance oh off. yeah. Or a sing off. Oh, I, I guess. I feel like Cookie Monster's voice would just be more suited to death metal, though. <laughs> I feel, like I've, I feel like I've heard cookie, cookie I feel monster. like that's a thing that already exists. Like, I'm fairly certain Sounds I've heard that. Just like, do, 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 do. cookies, <laughs> I love them, I want to eat them. Oh no, it was like, it was that, they, they did a cover of a, of a song and it was Cookie Monster. He did it all for the cookie. <laughs> Have you not heard this? That's a terrible idea. <laughs> That's beautiful. Well, the, all, all that like super low growling is actually called Cookie Monster vocals and and death metal. That's a, are you a, kidding that me? That is an actual. No, you're term making this it. up. I am not making it up. <laughs> Steve, you can confirm. I, I will. 
<laughs> the, the style of vocals is known as Cookie Monster. I always called it the growl, but Cookie Monster vocals is so much better. <laughs> so much better. But in my head, now I've just replaced Cookie Monster with like every death metal singer ever. <laughs> <laughs> or replaced every death metal singer ever with Cookie Monster. Right, I, I yes. just, and I just want to see him like <laughs> headbanging. Turn her down. With Animal on the drums, because why not? Um, um, because always. Because Animal is, is Animal the belongs discovery. everywhere in all the things. Mm-hmm. Always Animal. I think in a majority of the ways they could fight, I'm going with Chocolate Fairy. Okay, but I have a new question now. Animal versus Cookie Monster. Animals? Again, what's the competition? I would, I would say Animal. See, I and I'm picturing Cookie Monster just like grabbing animal and just like ah 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 and eating it. Yeah, but like he's not the, a cookie. But the animal and he's like uh, uh, animal. <laughs> animal would be inside him, and animal would tear him out from the inside. Okay, that was graphic. <laughs> graphic. Wow, <laughs> I'm just like I'm like it's, it's like the Aliens movie. <laughs> Blur. <laughs> Steve just the, threw up the heavy metal horns. Yeah, this, this <laughs> got a little bit too dumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I'm sad I asked that question now. Thanks. <laughs> Our work here is done. <laughs> Shoot you all. Probably. <laughs> I guess we never really decided the chocolate fairy versus the cookie monster. I got distracted. Al- Alan chose chocolate fairy. I, 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 I would say... In- a majority of the variety like if you just of fed and like what the chocolate fairy has at his disposal and what Cookie Monster has at his disposal if they were to like go at it, I think the chocolate fairy just like keep throwing chocolate at Cookie Monster until he was comatose. But that. then Cookie Monster and the chocolate fairy win because Cookie Monster just ate a bunch of chocolate and is happy now and the uh, chocolate fairy has just done their civic duty as appointed by the government so everybody wins. Mm, I like that. On the other hand, if you were to have a dance off, I feel like I feel like if it was an eat off, Cookie Monster would win. Yeah. And if it was a dance off, the Chocolate Fairy would win. Because I feel like you couldn't get the job of Chocolate Fairy unless you had some sort of dance skills. You gotta have moves. Well, like I, mean, I said, super serious business suit guy might not know how to dance, but he knows how to give chocolate to people. I don't think he should get the job then. I think you're well, that all depends on the secretary of chocolate fairies. I, I think true. he could uh, like if I w- if if you if I was elected as the secretary of chocolate fairies, you would have to learn how to dance. You have to be like a children's entertainer, or at least have had some sort of dance lessons. Serious like, guy in a suit could probably pull off some government intermittent work as an assistant too. Secretary of Chocolate Fairies. I don't know. I think Serious Guy in a Suit probably actually has some mad moves. Like even if he's just doing could very well. Like like even like it's it's all in the neck. Like like the suit is still, but like his head's going off. Yeah, I can see that. (laughs) So now we're reenacting SNL. He's like, what is love? Don't hurt me. <laughs> As he's handing out chocolate. <laughs> With his sunglasses on. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta have, I mean, if you get the super serious business suit, you gotta have the super serious government shades. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And then that ridiculous hat that plays that song. Yes. Whatever the chocolate song is. <laughs> Inner ice cream, socialist, new world order. Could we still have the... Uh, Chocolate fairies? 
Well, absolutely, like because you couldn't, ice cream. you couldn't carry around chocolate ice cream all the time unless you had special freezer bags. I think because I want they should have special freezer bags. I, I now. Actually, no, that's like, happening. <laughs> like suits, suits and sunglasses. I imagine like a Men in Black situation where like there's they, an ice cream shortage in this part of the appear. city. Step, march, hut, 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 hut. They appear and they know when people need chocolate. I yeah. think if chocolate fairies had like fudgesicles, best of both worlds. You're not gonna believe me, but I don't like fudge sickles. What? That's like my childhood right there. They, I don't like the stick. It gets in the way. I, I uh, hate that stick. I hate it. What about ice cream sandwiches? There's no stick. New law: no sticks inside of fudge sickles. <laughs> but they Just help people f- who enjoy the stick to hold on to them. I think if they want to have the stick, they can have the stick. No. but you should be allowed to not choose the stick. I have yet to find fudgesicles with no stick in them, and I am offended. Do they make like? I'm deeply offended. I well, like I said, the they need to that? make them. They do for you, but if some people want the if stick, if someone is listening to this, is ice cream day in school still a thing? Wait, oh. what? There was a there was an ice cream day. Yeah, there wasn't an ice cream day at my school. Yeah, not at my school. I remember that. Like once a year, they bring those little like cups rock, of fake were, ice cream. There were rocket. Oh pops. yeah, that stuff is creepy. Like it all is American pops, like have you ever had one of those pops, melt and just the and congealed mess of whatever's in there? Some of them don't melt. That's not okay. Now I'm I, sad I can for the rest of this. America that didn't oh, have a man. school that had ice cream day. I really want ice cream right now. By the way, after this podcast, we're going to get ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> I sort of assumed. Like this is just the thing that we do. And yeah. there's David. David, ice cream, okay. I was teasing Sean about mentioning video games in every podcast. He's like, no, but David mentions ice cream in every podcast. <laughs> you say that like it's a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> or he said that like it's... Anyway. <laughs> the important thing is ice cream is delicious. <laughs> let's, let's not stray from the main topic, which ice cream is very delicious. <laughs> and should never have a stick in it. <laughs> Unless You're the in- person buying it wants a stick. Then give them the stick. No. I could see you they have it. They want a stick, I will hit them with it. In the Ice Cream Socialist New World Order, we have two you candidates for presidency. six months in the we shoes no of stick, somebody stick who platform. eats their ice cream with a stick before you can make that kind of judgment. No. Yeah. I refuse. So, that's, how we, that's how we resolve conflicts now. No, I refuse. David. Punish me as you will. Mira, David, if you two are running for president... You would have a stick, no stick platform. Give him the we stick. Can... Don't give him the stick. Now, would you allow public? I'll show you a stick. Oh. <laughs> I carry a big stick, and it should be an ice cream. <laughs> the bigger the stick, the bigger the popsicle. To be fair, this is coming from somebody who prefers no sticks and ice cream, personally. But I think if other people want a stick, they should have a stick. If it's hot out and you just chase down the ice cream truck, I mean, I feel like... I, I prefer a cone, because then I can eat it if I need something. But also, you can get a cup, which I know generates waste, but sometimes you so just... So that goes back to the whole ice cream sandwich question. Nobody oh. answered me. Ice cream, ice cream sandwiches sandwich. are fantastic. Yeah, they're the best. Because oh it's God. ice cream in a form you can hold, and you can eat it all, and you got that little brownie thing. Plus, it mixes ice cream with cookies and cookies are like my my kryptonite. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have cookie dough in my fridge right now. Okay, new question. <laughs> what would you do for a Klondike bar? I wouldn't do anything for a Klondike bar. They're not that good. Yeah, they're kind of like subpar ice cream. Um, <laughs> did you see? Did you 
did you see that? I would go to a store and purchase a Klondike bar. (laughs) (laughs) I would go to the store and pay whatever the price it said underneath Klondike bars. I would would go to the store with the money for a Klondike bar and buy an ice cream sandwich. (laughs) Or a pint of anything. Oh, like moose tracks or something. premium magnum. Bars? Have you had those? I haven't had those. I, I haven't would... because they have a stick in them. <laughs> they, they're ones with no stick. <laughs> if you find me one without a stick, I will eat it. But, oh. but all the ones I've seen had sticks in them. I'm not buying them. Mochi, not paying money for ice cream mochi with sticks in it. Mochi ice cream is also good because you can hold it by the mochi. Oh, then you just get I that love flour mochi. dust on your fingers, but that's no problem. You just brush it off in your pants. Oh, I, I love, love mochi. mochi. It's so good. Did you know in Japan, their fire department puts out warnings about eating mochi because a significant number of people choke to death by trying to eat huge mouthfuls of mochi? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, if you've eaten enough mochi, though, you understand how that could happen. <laughs> I've, eaten enough, I've eaten enough mochi to understand how that could happen. <laughs> There should be a warning. It's <laughs> Some like kind of fire department mandate. It's like it's super gooey. So like if you're eating a piece that's much larger than like the width of your throat, <laughs> it could legitimately bites. get stuck in there. You have to savor it. I don't understand this. Well, it's it's supposed to come in like small bite-sized pieces, but you know, but sometimes you, you, you can get like, like the homemade ones where it's like you make a big old thing and then you're just Yeah, and it's like it's like literally like a tray cuz I I made mochi at home once too. And you do, you have like a huge tray and you just like, ah, nah, nah, nah. And <laughs> then. Like, and what do I do? I have a tray. And that's when you almost choke to death. And, <laughs> and that is when I almost choke to death. But thanks to you reading the warnings from the Tokyo police, fire department, <laughs> you I, were able to survive. <laughs> well, like the newspaper headline is like, she, she died as she wanted. <laughs> Eating mochi. <laughs> that is like, wait, uh, how to die happy. Except for, would it be happy? Because it's you didn't swallow it. Like, you'd be like, no, I'm supposed to go down. Died with the neighbors taste have, of mochi on her tongue. Neighbors have her heard. only regret was that there was more mochi to eat. <laughs> I do have to say, if there was a way I was gonna die, definitely. Oh, the entire tray. A lot of mochi, or you know what? Those like, like those like, fifteen layer chocolate cakes. I'm, oh, no. I don't like a lot of frosting, so all those layers means extra frosting. So I looked I don't at like it, cake. and I was like, I'm not Frosting's a fan. the best part of the cake, yeah. unless it's ice cream Then you cake. would love then that. Ice cream is the best part You would love that multi-tier cake where the cake layers like a I just, barely a no. centimeter. I, I just gross, guys. All I just like gross. ice cream. <laughs> Skip the cake. I don't know what to cream. do with you anymore. No, don't like cake. Ice cream. Ice cream's good. Brownies are amazing. I want to throw a party. Brownies with ice cream on top of them. Shabam. Do you like anything that isn't almond? Yes. I like brownies. I just think if you add ice cream, they're better because there's also ice cream. Okay, so here's an important question. What could not be improved by adding ice cream on top? That is an important question. I do. I would try it. I would try it. Bring me spaghetti and ice cream. And I will put. Don't don't tempt me. I will test this. Expensive steaks that are cooked past well done. With ketchup on them. With ice cream on top. I feel like maybe the ice cream would help mask some of the awful flavor of the well done now, steak. I'm sure Japan makes a ketchup ice cream, so you could have the ketchup steak ice cream mode. on your steak. I don't think it's Japan. It'd probably be somewhere in the U.S. that makes a ketchup ice cream. I could definitely see the hub doing that. I couldn't see the hub doing that. Oh, I could. Yeah. No, but you had, their cinnamon toast ice cream was amazing. Mm. 
They had a cornbread ice cream that was really That was really good. I, there was a sweet corn flavored ice cream that there was at one place, but I didn't try it and I'm still sad that I They've didn't. They've come try for it. me. Oh, <laughs> 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 it'll pick up the sirens. We learned that the hard way. Yes, yes, it will. <laughs> it will? Yeah. yeah. Well. Those sirens are on our podcast now, immortalized forever. I, hey, look. I have a f- I'm figuring they're going to be edited out. No. <laughs> Steve's like, they had atmosphere. I can't think of that. Actually, you're wrong. I still have that feeling. <laughs> Whether or not they're going to be edited out, I still have that feeling. Do not. You're welcome to your don't, feelings. Don't negate Alan's feelings. They're important, oh. too. Unless don't, they have a stick in them. Don't invalidate my feelings. Again. If your feelings have sticks in them, they are invalid, though. So I want to throw a party where there's cake and fudge sickles, but I give them to the right person. <laughs> I'm down for that. Fudgesicles, cake, ice cream. <laughs> a la mode. Ice cream a la mode. Ice cream a la mode, baby. <laughs> we took your ice cream and we added a scoop of ice cream. I, I think it like greatly improves the ice cream. <laughs> it's like MTV's Pimp My Ice Cream. <laughs> Yo, dog, we took your ice cream. I heard you like ice cream. I heard cream. you like ice cream. <laughs> so we put ice cream in your ice cream so you can eat ice cream while you enjoy ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it. <laughs> Alan, what's your dessert of choice? Uh, banana pudding and Nilla wafers. Ooh, oh man, that's taking good old stuff. school potluck style. It's like I don't even know you. <laughs> Wait, what was what was your favorite one? My favorite what? Dessert. Your favorite dessert? How can I choose just one? I want them all. Uh, I chocolate. like your style. I think we established chocolate. <laughs> well, now after you try the twenty-one layer chocolate cake, are you gonna? Is that will will be your dessert of choice for that moment? Well, I mean, if I have an option to eat more than one thing, I will do that. <laughs> like in, your favorite you, dessert is the next one. In all you can eat <laughs> dessert bar, you're in. Did you did you never go to the Las Vegas? <laughs> Las Vegas buffets with me. <laughs> I came back with a plate of everything. <laughs> Help me eat this, guys. Because my stomach isn't big enough. Guys, guys, the sign says all you can eat. <laughs> you know what's even better is, is when the buffet comes with wine. Because then, then you go out and you take fun photos with all of the Star Trek statues in the Hilton. <laughs> Yeah, like you do. <laughs> like you do. <laughs> I might be able to. I might be able to find those photos. I'm, yeah, I'm not saying I wouldn't. I'm saying I've never been to this Hilton yet. <laughs> well, you may not have been old enough to go to that Hilton before they took out the Star Trek experience. That's so sad. <laughs> yeah, it went away a while ago, mm. and it was a very, very sad day. That is a sad day. It is. So what did they do with the Star Trek experience? Did they put it elsewhere? Does it just sit in a warehouse? No, I, I think they just they just George. removed it. They decided it wasn't cost effective anymore. So yeah, now it's just where is sitting it? somewhere being unexperienced. You mean where where did they have it? No, no where do they put the statues? Yeah, like are I'm they? Sure. Oh, I don't know. I don't actually know what happened to I'm these back, statues. I'm we can liberate storage, them. Yeah. We can liberate them. We can liberate. This? They're just sitting in Patrick Stewart's living room. <laughs> <laughs> I would still liberate them. <laughs> 
We we would also liberate Patrick Stewart. I wish I knew. I wish I knew more details about this. But like, they were emptying out some of the storage. All right, Sean's homework. Find those statues. <laughs> I want to see the look on his face when he's told he has to locate. All right, them. tonight we have a special guest schmanalist. <laughs> it's kidnap Patrick Stewart. <laughs> it's kidnap Patrick Stewart. <laughs> Now, I won't let him speak through his his gags. <laughs> so we brought in a guest speaker to speak for him. Thank you so much for having me <laughs> on your oh, podcast. No, no. I appreciate the chance to speak for. <laughs> I hate <William> Chen. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> How she did got you there. miss? I was like three feet in front of she you. Got, she, I hit the hourglass. She was blinded by rage. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She was extremely, extremely angry. <laughs> How do you hate William Shatner? I hate William Shatner. Everything about him. He's, Everything about him annoys he, me. The way he hilarious. talks. The way he looks. The fact that he wore a spandex suit way past the time when he should have worn a spandex suit. Um, the fact that everybody, uh, every woman on the show fell in love with him. Every woman, and even when they had that episode where there was just kids on the planet, a 12-year-old girl falls in love with him. I was just like, that was more I was like, I am done. <laughs> I am so done. I hate this man. <laughs> he's amazing. No! And he's, what? he's in on the joke. That's the best part. He knows his career is ridiculous, and now he just enjoys the ridiculosity. Okay. I like him better as he's got older. I liked him on Boston Legal when he was pretending to have with dementia. I thought it suited him. <laughs> And his cover of Rocket Man is among the greatest musical works of our time. My, my dad yeah. got to meet him in person. A uh, motorcycle company gave him a motorcycle, and he uh, rode it along Route 66. But uh, the people who planned the trip didn't give him enough water to drink. So my dad got to meet him when he was like suffering from heat exhaustion and dehydration. <laughs> Always the best time. Like to meet. sun exposure. Like, that's actually like, kind of cool. He was like beet red and peeling, and his hair was a mess. And I was like, "Hey, there's William Shatner. How you doing, sir?" And he's like, "Like, oh, but like he is out of it." And there's like people pouring water on him to cool him off. <laughs> that's my dad's side met William Shatner story. That's, that's kind of cool. I stared at William Shatner while he slowly died. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that every Comic-Con experience when you meet a famous person? Oh, this guest. I'm going to watch him slowly die. <laughs> on the inside or the outside? It depends on the performer. <laughs> little column A, little column B. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, which is why we need Mira to dress up as a chocolate fairy and hand out chocolate at the Comic-Con. It's going to happen. Like, you don't even know eyes. I'm already the chocolate fairy without the costume. Giant googly well, eyes. Well, now you need the googly eyes, the fun fur, and the wings. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the wings. I almost forgot the wings. Now, the question is, do you want a baggy fursuit Cookie Monster style, or do you want a fitted trim pixie? Yeah, like a like a little little fur bikini. <laughs> I wasn't going to say bikini. I was thinking more Tinkerbell style, but we could do a bikini if you're really feeling it. I, f I feel like fur does not, does not lend itself to sheath dress, honestly. Imagine a fur sheath dress. It would be weird. Oh, uh, they make stretchy fur now. They make stretchy fur. Well, I mean, it would have to be synthetic fur, obviously. Yes. Yeah, they make stretchy fur. I don't think much natural fur comes in purple anyway. Unless you skin a Muppet. <laughs> I used to play baseball. We're skinning Muppet. 
For what? Skinned Muppet. Skinned Muppet. That was the name of a band. That would be a good band for him. Skinned Muppet. Ah! <laughs> oh. Rachel's all out of darts at the record show. Don't give her more. I don't think she's out of darts. Oh, no. no, she's not out of darts. She's got two more. I was just out of motivation. I was so sad. She was sad. I've, I've got half the clip. <laughs> David's been shot a lot. <laughs> with good cause. To be fair, you missed with the last one. Here, let me fix that. I, 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 I feel like I haven't been shot yet. I have to do something, other, but I don't know why. You what. got me in both nipples. That's impressive. Those are not a large deep. target. I have to go deep. <laughs> I'm just not, not aiming for that. I can talk more about You got, you got the first one last time and the other one just now. Like, that's impressive. Do you Jeez. like bird puns? Two can play that game. <sighs> that was foul. <laughs> I thought it was <laughs> You're out Not in the face I've got five and Alan's got and Six is on the floor oh, yeah. I have to ricochet off my face <laughs> Sorry Alan She's gotten both She's of my nipples sorry. So. <laughs> sorry not sorry <laughs> We are safe now She can't get shot now I, I really wanted to, to offend you too emotion. I mean, I can gather up the darts. <laughs> David's holding on to his. He's not letting them go. No, I've been shot. I bet a lot. I can make him let go. Here. <laughs> I don't know that why would be an good. unwise decision. <laughs> That's what you think. <laughs> Aren't you curious now, David? <laughs> About. Back on track. Back on track. We have ways of making I you let go like of the darts. We do. Um, <laughs> I have no idea, guys. I'm sorry. I'm so distracted right now. <laughs> I, are we? Is there I, a closing? Have we gone off the off the rails enough to? I, now are I you think we're make, pretty far off the rails. <laughs> so far off the rails. Apparently, so if, the, if the moderator were to make a law, if I were to make a law. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Bust it out. Would you outlaw puns? <laughs> uh, probably not, because my whole entire family makes them. I. She she family would go to prison. jail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but pun prison would be so fun. Uh, oh no. <laughs> what are you in for? Oh, the guy would have a perfect pun. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm in for Jay talking. He was some foul language. <laughs> I thought it was poultry in motion. Uh, <laughs> Okay, I'm stopping. That's it. We're done. We're done. We have meandered way too much. That's our show for today. So, thank you to Alan. Thank you. Mira. Hi. And David. Oh, reservoir. Reservoir? It's French. Two ice cream. Yes. Two ice cream. <laughs> All hail the ice cream socialist party. Thanks to also to Edible Baja, Arizona, for letting us use their space. I don't know why they do. And <laughs> Steve, the sound engineer, because you know he did it. He does the thing. Don't forget, you can go to our website, panelschmanel.com, see Sean's homework, maybe some pictures of Mira, drunk with Star Trek figures. <laughs> Alright, Rachel, we're done. We're so done. <laughs> <laughs>
Wow, this works too well. <laughs> what do you just loom up for some butt plugs? <laughs> <laughs> Are you recording this, Steve? I only messed it up.